Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Inside Fitness Radio Presents Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. And today we have a really special guest, uh, someone who I met way back in the past in 1995 uh, in New York City uh, when I was a baby actor. Um, but uh, I've, I've since noticed that, that my friend Jody has been uh, a building a career in real estate and also fighting, uh, which is amazing. So thought we'd bring him in and talk about how that all coincides and works together. Um, so I'd like to introduce my friend Jody Graham. Thank there you. you. <laughs> you want a quick who I am, what I do? Yeah, all that stuff. Sure. So uh, you got my name. I'm 54 years old. Um, I'm a father of two. I have a beautiful wife, a pretty solid career. Um, And I think, you know, the reason you reached out to me is um, I'm a BJJ practitioner, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And um, I'm currently the 2001 Masters 5 lightweight blue belt Silver medal. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, awesome? one of the one of the big reasons we did want to bring you on is, um, of course, all of the students know we we don't just focus on one aspect of fitness. We do the whole spectrum, right? And one yeah. of the things that people tend to get into as we get into you know our careers and wife, kids, whatever it is, we tend to forget that we can actually still take time for ourselves to worry about ourselves. And that's kind of where we want to start the conversation today is how, how did you get a, into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and, you know, what was that decision that you were like, you know what, I need to start caring about myself a little bit. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, because we don't take the time for ourselves, um, or, or at least I didn't, um, you know, I started late my, uh, my real estate career. I started fairly late. Uh, late 30s, maybe 40 years old. And um, I just became inactive. I was at my desk in my car, um, driving around with clients. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't working out. I wasn't looking after myself. Uh, I started gaining weight and I just started to deteriorate. Uh, Eventually um, my, I put my back out um i was horizontal for six months i ended up having to go for back surgery and it kind of scared the shit out of me to be honest with you i wow. yeah it, it was a real scary time um and i you know i kind of decided I, I have to do something mm-hmm. um so I, I you know i started doing some yoga and and that was fine um i played a little lacrosse uh, with some old timers but that was, you know, getting smacked around <laughs> was a little tough as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just um, how did I get to BJJ? I, after, yeah, after a few years, a friend of mine started doing it. Um, I'm a big UFC fan. I watch, uh, you know, I, I like mixed martial arts. Um, and uh, I've always, um been drawn to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu ever since uh, Hoist Gracie won UFC one, UFC one. I thought it was really cool, um, so I thought I would just give it a try. Um, and I walked into my local gym, which is a couple blocks away from me, uh, Gracie Bob, Vancouver, and tried a class. And immediately, I just uh, I fell in love with it. 
it's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> it tends to be one or the other. You know, guys yeah. come in and they're like, nope, this isn't for me, <laughs> you know? And then that's saddest. We go in and we get beat up and smashed around and we go, I don't want more of this. I want to figure this out. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I, I can say the same because I box, right? So, you know, right. getting into boxing, doing martial arts when I was younger, it was like, oh, I love this. Never wanted to stop. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, that's great. One um, one thing you did mention is you threw your back out. And that was from just the inactivity of, you know, living that sedentary life, correct? A lot of it was. So, you know, I'd actually injured it in my early 20s. I fell down a flight of stairs uh, when I was in Whistler. And I woke up the next morning, had to get taken away by an ambulance. Um and then, you know, it, I, it just kind of worked itself out and rehab myself. I was young, right. In my twenties, yeah. I was going to the gym all the time. I used to lift weights and stuff. Um, but it was one of those things that just came back like 20 years later and, uh, just from inactivity and, and not, not being fit. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was up to, when I started jujitsu, I was up to 195 pounds. Right. Where are you at now? Uh, I walk around 165 to 170. Yeah. Yeah. I compete. I go down to like 162, 163. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, again, one of the big reasons we wanted you on was to kind of talk about that progression of like, yeah, we're not in our 20s anymore. Well, I am, but we're not in our 20s anymore. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, it's one thing you hear all these podcasts or you hear all these people on podcasts talking about like, Oh, you know, do this and you can continue it on for the rest of your life. But a lot of the time as we grow older and Walter and I are great examples of this because we do have clients that constantly come to us in their early forties or early fifties and whatever it is. And they're like, I gave up on myself for the most part, or I, I was so focused on just one thing. It wasn't necessarily giving up, but I was so focused on one thing that I just completely disregarded the overall health that I had and 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 the absolute and the thought process is like is it too late now and you know that's kind of where you're at in this discussion this fitness world that we live in is is it ever too late right yeah absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean my thoughts you know on overall fitness I think the best fitness program is the one that you'll show up for it's Mm -hmm. the one you want to do it's something that'll, that you're going to like, you know, mm. I get guys, they, they come in and they've been doing jujitsu for a while and you know, they're all jacked up. I'm like, what do you, they're like, yeah, I used to lift weights, but I just got so tired of going to the gym all the time. And this is so much fun, you know, mm-hmm. rolling around with dudes in pajamas, trying to choke each other out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's to me is, is more the European way of thinking about things because they think about activity. They don't think about time in the gym. We use it as kind of a penance. You got to go in and spend time doing whatever. Right. It's penance I love for the most part. But, you know, when you're always doing it, doing whatever exercise you're doing with the goal of, I will hike better. I will cycle better. I will do whatever I love better. Then you're going to keep doing it. And, and that's why we have such a huge fallout of people who start the gym and are gone. Right. Which makes the gyms lots of money. But not, doesn't do much for that. <laughs> doesn't really help us, does it? <laughs> when you um, when you did get back into you know doing the rehab, slowly starting back up with the yoga, was there was there a point in your career where you did have to say to yourself, you know, I have to maybe switch focus a little bit, or was it 
you realized I can organize my time. I just do have to take that leap forward and actually start cutting out those bad habits that maybe I had before of sitting down on the t- uh, the couch watching TV after work versus actually going to the gym or what was kind of that, that first little hurdle that you had to overcome? Yeah, it was just scheduling time. It's mm. just time management, you know, and, and prioritizing. Yeah. If you put it in your calendar that you're going to be there, then you just show up. Mm. Um, that's, I mean, I show up for all my listing appointments. I show up to show condos and, you know, sign contracts. So I can owe it to myself to show up at the gym when I write it down and say, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it, when it comes to that idea of again, showing up, were you, was it a slow, slow process? Like, did you kind of have to build up over, over, like over a lot of time or was it like, are you more the type of person that's like, you know what, snap of a finger. If it's in the schedule, I'm going, I'm going hard as I can. Well, with the, so herein is what I kind of mentioned before, what you want, what, what excites you to do. Like, so for yoga, I didn't love it. You know, I felt it was good for me. So it was maybe a little more of a struggle to get there, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I'm pretty good with things. If I say I'm going to do something, I usually do it. Right. Um, I find with jujitsu, I mean, I love it so much. I, I go to night to bed at night watching videos and I'll wake up in the morning thinking, okay, which class can I hit today? I mean, I just, I've fallen in love with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've gotten to the point too, where if, if I'm off or like COVID just about killed me, I, I gained another 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. I started drinking again and you know, it, that was ugly. I, yeah. I couldn't wait to get back. But uh, if I'm off for any length of time, like two weeks or more, my back starts acting up on me and yeah. Yeah, that's always one of the, uh, the funniest excuses I hear is, oh, I can't work out because, you know, I'll injure I, my back sore. I'm like, that's probably the reason why you are so sore all the time is you're not doing anything for yourself at this point, right? I totally agree. I, I, and I tell people, I think if I had found Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, you know, 10 years earlier, I don't think I would have needed back surgery. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been fine. My, my core is solid. I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Like, even from when I was 20, I've got abs. I'm not, like it's, it's insane. Yeah. And all yeah. I do is jujitsu. <laughs> That's it. No, no weights or anything else. Eh? I, I do some chin up, I throw a kettle bell or ball or whatever it is. I throw that around a little yeah. bit, just warm up and stretch out. But really it's just, you know, you're pushing 200 pound guys off you. And <laughs> it's, uh, it's a, a lot of core work, a lot of twisting. Yeah. I mean, Matt, you can attest to that with oh, yeah. boxing. Yeah. The core is constantly moving. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Walter and I, we used to compete in bodybuilding. And I think both of us could say now that I've ever since switching off. Yeah. We may not look that 200 pounds, 4%, you know, cover model look, but we still look pretty Speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I honestly, honestly, I think I actually look better because yeah. I took some rest. I started watching better what I was doing rather than just competing with you. <laughs> and it allowed me to grow more than I would have done beforehand. Yeah. So in a way, and, and I've also added a lot of cardio because I'm doing the cycling and the swimming and everything else. That kind of it's, overall health is just going to add more to whatever you're doing. Well, it's that different style. It's exactly what you're saying. It's that it's doing what you love. And we loved lifting weights for a period of time. And then, you know, COVID did happen. And I think, we could all say, yeah, shit kind of hit the fan, unfortunately. Banana bread. Banana bread. Quite a bit of banana bread, right? 
chips, Netflix, whatever it was. So you get into those cycles of, you know, oh crap, you know, I'm not necessarily feeling that great today. What am I going to do? And I think people, when they're first starting out, that's kind of the issue is, you know, as you said, if yoga was in your schedule, you may not want to do it, but you know, it's good for you. So you, you go and do it. Yeah. Some people may not have that, you know, drive or motivation. So when it comes to that point, you do have to find something and maybe it is just, you know, taking six months to try to discover what is that thing. You take a class here and you, you do a boot camp there or whatever it is. And you try to discover what that thing is. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and you have to get in shape too. Yeah. You know, you have to want to make that. I think a lot of people think they want to, but you have to actually really want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they want to look like that now they don't want right. to go through the work the constant repetition the issue, of doing it to make it happen right yeah and i think yeah. that's the issue we've all and uh, you guys were actors i mean you had to look this a certain way for a certain role or there was you know in bodybuilding there's you have to be a certain way or even when you start jujitsu you look at the top guys you look at ufc you're like who's the top guy i should probably try to do his workout and look like him it's like well no everybody's different everybody has a different way of progressing and your goals might be different from somebody else's, even if it's only, you know, they want to squat 500, you just want to squat 300 pounds, whatever it might be. Right. But yeah, I think that also comes into play is understanding truly what is the goal? What are you doing this for? And it doesn't matter who you are. Health should be that number one reason. It should be being able to manage my time better. It should be, Oh, I have kids. I need to, you know, my kids are getting older. I need to keep up with them. I'm getting older. I need to keep up with my career or whatever it is. Right. So that kind of segues into the next question uh, we have for you, which is with the career now, with the kids, with the family, how does everything fit? How, how long did that really take before you found out that schedule? Uh, yeah, that's good. I mean, this particular schedule that I'm on now that works since, so I first started, I did my first class of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, a month before I turned 51. So I was 50 when I started. Uh, I'm 54 now. So, you know, basically for the last three and a half years, uh, four years, I've been, uh, I've kind of had a similar schedule. Um, sorry, what's the question? So basically it's how do you manage that schedule between work, the gym, the kids, the family, the wife, all that, because Again, a lot of the time, a lot of people that listen to the show, they, the biggest excuse they have for us is like, well, I can't yeah. get to the gym because of A, B, and C. And I mean, yeah. you're doing it, right? Yeah. So, and that, that's all individual. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say the way I've set up my life is I work from home, my home office. Uh, my gym is literally two and a half blocks away. So, you know, a day for me is drop the kids at school come home, do some work. I'll hit the gym. You know, there's a noon class, there's 11 class, you know, there's lots of classes throughout the day that I can hit after, you know, just sitting at my computer for a while. I'm like, I got to get out of here. So I, I kind of work it in that way. Mm -hmm. It's maybe it's easier for me, or maybe that's just the way that I've set up my life. I don't want to go to an office, you know, I'll just work from home and uh, kind of spin everything around to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of just that, well, again, acting improv, right? You kind of just do have to take day by day. Something something is going to come up. You kind of have to take it day by day, you know. But, you know, yeah. I, I think that 
that also involves looking at it and changing it every once in a while. Or um, in, in my book, I talk about how can I have this meal plan if I have kids? Well, get them to chop something, help get them involved. So my question is, are the kids involved? Is Ula involved? What does she do? What do they do? For their exercise. So they, they started martial arts before I did. Um, we signed them up at um, a, a place that does karate. Uh, we really liked the instructor there and the discipline. And, you know, we liked what they were preaching. So the kids started there. And then my wife started there. Um, you know, so she's been there for almost, she's been there about seven or eight years. Our kids have been there for a good 10 years, you know, going through the ranks. Um, and that's, I kind of started in doing, they had like a parent night on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you could do kickboxing. So I would try to get into those, but with my work schedule is that wasn't really a good time for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, you know, that's, and that's also one of the major reasons that I started at this gym doing what I'm doing, um, you know, aside from loving it, um, is because of the schedule, how I could work it into my, my daily life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most important things is a, you do have to love it, but at the same time, you have to be able to fit it into your life. If your gym that you go to is 30 minutes away, probably not the best use of your time to be sitting in that traffic all day. Right. Yeah. Choose a better gym choose a better gym, right? That's, you get something a closer. closer gym, closer gym. That's it. Right. Yeah. You know, I hear the excuse all the time, like out, out here in uh, Oxford, I coach at the boxing club here and, you know, we have guys that will travel out from Chilliwack, which is, you know, 45 ish minutes, 30, 45 minutes away because the gym out there may not have the same style and they want to learn a different style, whatever it is. And some days it works out. Some days it doesn't. And I tell them, I'm like, look, if you love boxing, you have to figure out, a plan how to actually work your schedule to either a come out here or b just condense the travel time and just go to the gym that's closer it may not be the best option for right now but we all have to make sacrifices to achieve what we want to achieve and again at the end of the day whether you're a competitor whether you're you know trying to jump on stage do a competition whatever it is you still have to get to that point of okay well it still has to work my schedule and i'm gonna to have to make sacrifices sometimes Leading into the next question, <laughs> um, when you did start with uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, when you started just kind of caring more about yourself, um, was there a part of you that did have to make sacrifices to either, you know, time watching Netflix? Was it, you know, time eating out or whatever it might be? Was there those sacrifices that you were like, that were really hard or there were some that were super easy? Like what, what was that process for you? Um, so looking back, I mean, the only thing I can think that I sacrificed and it might sound silly was beer. I used to like to drink a lot of beer and, uh, every night, one or two beers, like mm -hmm. dinner. And I just, I stopped drinking beer cause it, I felt like it was weighing me down. And obviously it was, I mean, I lost almost 30 pounds in six months. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I haven't really felt like anything's a sacrifice. If anything, my mindset changed a little uh, towards my diet, just mm. wanting to eat healthier. Um, just because being heavy on the mat with my frame just wasn't a good mix. I needed to get to the appropriate weight for myself. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, you know, my, my diet's basically... Um, 
you know, organic fruits and vegetables. I eat a lot of meat. Um, it's probably, you know, towards the carnivore diet. I, I kind of stay away from the breads and stuff like that. But uh, awesome. yeah, no, no real sacrifices, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Have you noticed, you did mention mindset. Have you noticed there was a shift in that to almost, I don't know, confidence, energy levels, just all that as well? Oh, yeah. Everything. You're confident. I mean, you know, you train for six, seven months and your, your confidence changes. You know, like I think as guys growing up, and I don't want to speak for all guys, but a lot of us walk around this world. We think we're pretty tough. Like we really think we're tough, you know, yeah. like we can handle ourselves and to, to, to put yourself in a position where you're literally fighting people, you know, the closest thing you can get to a fight anyway, on the mats, uh, pretty much every day, it, it, it humbles you and it really makes you, you know, it helps your confidence and, and humbles you. I don't get road rage anymore. I'm just like, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. I got to start fighting. Yeah. That's <laughs> As a cyclist, I get road rage dirty. I got to tell you. Yeah. 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 Uh, people on the bike lane, stuff like that. Just, but uh, you got to come and do some Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. That's it. We'll sort you out. <laughs> that's always the best is when you get a new guy walking into the gym, just, you know, chest puffed out, you know, oh, I'm tough as shit. And then, you get them to just spar for a little bit and they can barely even keep up for 20 seconds because they're just gassed and have no yeah. technique. Right. So yeah. that's always fun. But um, in terms of the, the mindset of things too, um, was there ever a point in your, you know, in your career where again, the confidence maybe was lacking just like from the business side of things. And again, with the confidence building on the fitness side of things that did help where you're at now with your career. I'd say it's helped. I've always been fairly confident uh, person, mm -hmm. um, fairly mm -hmm. outgoing. Um, I, I don't shy away from much, um, but it, it definitely helped, you know, it, it refined my confidence maybe. Yeah, 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 fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, because yeah, that's um, something that we kind of want to get into next was just more like the business side of things and the mindset between again, everything, like what is fitness? Is it just that physical? Is it the energy levels, confidence levels, relationships? Like there's that whole aspect that people tend to ignore when they're doing that self-care or they're, they're trying to worry about their health more and they worry about themselves more. Um, so again, when you did kind of start back on that path, rehab, getting back into jujitsu, yoga, whatever it was, was your mindset when fitness, when it came to fitness, was it just, okay, physically, I need to drop some weight physically. I just need my back to get better. Or was there parts of you that was like, you know what? I need to worry more about how my brain's doing most of the time. Like I can't be going to sleep too late, or I, I need to start worrying about how I speak to myself. Was there any of that? Or did that come later? Uh, for me, it was just, I just wanted to get back into shape. Like mm -hmm. I said, I was walking around 195 pounds and right. I was wearing 34 waist, you know, all my pants now are like thirties. I had to buy a whole new wardrobe uh, after a year. Yeah. Um, sorry. I, I lost the question there. Oh, good. Um, mindset shifts from when you first started to where you're at now in terms of everything. Um, 
No, I'm blank. I don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I mean, despite the time, knowing you the way I do, I, I think that you have confidence was never the issue. Um, drive was never the issue. So adding the fitness level to it can make you feel better perhaps, but it doesn't necessarily change everything. Um, For the way sure. someone, someone who's already shy and retiring and lacking confidence can gain confidence through exercise to actually shift as a person. Absolutely. And that's a great point too, because there's, I see it in my gym. I mean, there's just one kid in particular that came in, you know, he's was about 220 pounds, pudgy, quiet, uh, like 22 years old, you know, and he'd get beat up every day, but he just kept showing up and he started coming out of his shell. He started losing weight, you know, and he just kept showing up and he just started changing. Like right before my eyes, I, I kind of look at him like a, like, like, like my, one of my sons in a way, I roll with him all the time and I've developed a rapport with him. You know, he comes in about a month ago. He's like, got a big grin on his face. I'm like, what's up with you? He's like, I got a second date with this girl. <laughs> like just the transformation. And he lost about 40 pounds and mm. just showing up, you know, he just showing up to do jujitsu. Day after day. Yeah. So it, I mm. mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it can be, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. Showing up, showing up is everything, right? For anything you want to do in life. You Absolutely. want to build your business, you got to show up. If you want to learn those dance moves in Mars class, you got to show up and do it, no matter how bad it makes you feel. Yeah. To get it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, kudos for the kid for, for persevering despite having probably some bad feelings about going in all the time. Well, that's where the progress happens. It's not that first day. It's not the first week or hell. It's not even the first month. It's that consistently showing up day after day, even on those bad days, even on the great days, whatever it might be, six months, eight months, one year down the line. And oh, shit, I've changed my body. Oh, shit. I feel confident. My energy levels are high. Like I feel good throughout yeah. most of my days now. And yeah. that is, I think, again, the biggest takeaway. And you know, we, we had um, a guy on here last week who pract uh, was a practitioner in Muay Thai. And he, one of the things he said was, if you are just trying to get into fitness, if you're just trying to kind of have a better outlook and uh, mindset on life, martial arts is kind of the one thing to do that. Because as you said, it humbles you. It shows you that dedication. And overall, it's fun. You, you're transforming your body. You're transforming your mindset and everything while having an amazing time right mm -hmm. and again i mean you could talk to that in in terms of brazilian jiu-jitsu but just in general martial arts is that thing that does really transform you um so when it comes to brazilian jiu-jitsu i guess anything in uh, in reality like you you did the acting and all that as well what is like one thing you would say to somebody who is a bit of a newcomer business-wise, fitness-wise, acting-wise, whatever it might be, what is that one thing you would say to somebody that'd be like, you know what, this is why you should stay the course? How would you convince them to stay the course? I don't think I'd try to convince anyone to stay the course on anything. If, they're, if they don't want to do it, they shouldn't do it. You know, like, it's not my job to convince somebody they should do something. 
They got to have it from within themselves to want to make a change, to do something for themselves. And until, until you really get that, you're just spinning your wheels. I think, you know, if you're looking outward for someone else to, to get you to change, that's going to be a tough road. Yeah. No, that's a great answer. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting because, I mean, part of our job is people come to us and they sign up with an expectation. And they want someone to say, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to say, look, let's think about what would really make you happy. Maybe you should be doing something that's not coming to visit me. And doing something that will get you fit in a way that will excite you so that you want to go all the time, you know? So I do have clients that I've said, let's look into basketball. Let's look into whatever. Get you on a team. Yeah. So I don't want to take away from the personal train because I think, you know, the personal trainer thing is great. I mean, some people do need that motivation to get there. I guess just personally, I wouldn't tell them, but if I was a trained professional, like one of you guys, and that's my job to motivate them and get them there, you know, I guess it's, that's almost like psychology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, will, yeah. we always yeah. say we end up being somebody's therapist more than their trainer, right? <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I bet yeah. you do. I mean, it's, it's very psychological, right? Mm-hmm. We have these, you know, do you want to sit down and eat a bag of chips and watch Netflix? Well, that's probably better than sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i mean i love your answer like there is nobody out there who should be convincing somebody to do one thing if they're not going to be following through with it or going to be enjoying themselves while doing that i think that's the biggest point of life like why why do anything in terms of just healthy fitness to me is doing something you enjoy and getting a good result from that whether it be physical what you do for your mental health what you do for your financial your relationship fitness like all those things yeah. If you are not in a good spot and there is nothing that you're doing at the moment that is making it better, maybe it's time to switch things up and see if you can change things around so you can, again, continue on, live a healthy lifestyle in the overall sense, right? Yeah. So that was a great answer. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and start asking yourself questions too. Uh, uh, a lot of my clients walk around with notebooks now. Keep a notebook. Write down how you're feeling. Why this bothers you whether this is a good decision or a bad decision in work, in life, keep notes because it, it's, it's your one life. Don't just improv the whole thing with no idea of where you're going. You do have to have some sort of concept of where you'd like to be and then take it from there. Well, even in improv, you still have that concept. You. you still have somebody shouting out to you. You're out of Starbucks. What are you doing there? Right. You still have the basis of what you're doing. No, <laughs> I don't know. All I can think of is blue shirt right now. Um, <laughs> I don't carry around a notebook. <laughs> but no, I do you set know goals. I mean? Like, give I think it what talk. you're saying is set goals. You know, yeah. Part, yeah. part of setting goals. I mean, I set a goal that I wanted to go compete at the World Championships when I was a white belt. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, because there was a guy in my gym that was going, and I'm like, wait a minute, they've got a competition where you can go compete against guys your skill level at your weight and at your age like 
really? I got to do that. Like that just sounds too fun because every competition I do, I've done, you know, lots of them. Um, I'm always fighting, you know, these 18 to 30 year olds or the 30 plus. Sometimes I get the 40 plus my last comp, you know, there was three of us in that, in that group, but you know, I, I, outside of the world, I'm never fighting anybody my age Mm -hmm. and weight, my skill level. So that was, that was really exciting to me. So I, you know, I was like that, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it again this year too. Yeah. Excellent. It probably gives you a bit of an edge though, to constantly be competing with younger before you go to compete with your own age. Yeah. I mean, I'm every day I'm rolling with, you know, I was rolling with a guy today. who's 265 pounds. We're, you know, that's, that's a great thing about my gym. There's lots of different body types to roll with and skill levels. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but it's, it is fun going with the younger guys too. Yeah. It's, uh, Sometimes I get a little too excited though. And you end up with a black guy, <laughs> you know, they tend to, yeah, they move fast. I, I do the old man jujitsu. I slow them down a bit. In yeah. The, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's funny because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because when I used to do it, I was that kid, right? <laughs> I yeah. was always like, "Oh, I got to prove something in here." But um, even in the boxing gym now, we get guys that come in; they just want to prove something. They're like, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm tough as nails," and they start picking the pace up, and you just throw that one punch or you do that one move on them that uh, settles them down and humbles them pretty quick, right? And then you get yeah. to throw back. <laughs> um, well, the gym has a way of weeding weeding people out too. You know, yeah. Like, the guys, especially with the, you know, if they, if the ego is too big, they don't last long, you know, cause they get crushed right away, you know, or if they've got something to prove, they, there's always somebody tougher. There's always somebody stronger. And, and it really, you know, it makes a great gym atmosphere. You end up, you don't end up, you end up with no bullies, a bunch of cool people yeah, all striving for the same thing. Yeah. We're beating each other up, but we're doing it respectfully. Yeah. And that's the, wonderful thing about martial arts is you gain a new respect for people just in general like um but yeah especially just that camaraderie that you have with everybody in your gym is just incredible too and you know if you're the type of person that like needs to be around people while you're working out or whatever it is it's perfect because you could be the as you said the shyest person in the gym they just really come out of their shell at that point right where i've been on you know rugby teams or anything like uh, some things like that to an extent, but you know, the ego is still the ego until yeah. you're actually, you know, fighting one-on-one with somebody and then you get paired up with somebody even better than you. It humbles you quickly. Whereas, you know, on a team sport, it's a little bit different because if you fail as a team, it's not your fault. It's the team's fault. So I was thinking about this. Yeah. Right? I was thinking the other day, Cause in a team, there's always somewhere to hide, not hide, but you know, even when I played lacrosse, I mean, it's exhausting. I played box lacrosse running back and but there's parts where you can take, you know, get a breath and slow. Mm-hmm. When you're fighting one other person, it's just you. There's nowhere to hide. So yeah. the true person of who you are is right there for the world to see, you know? And it's, uh, that's part of the humbling. That's part of the excitement. That's, yeah, that's what the really nothing like it. I, I mean, I recommend, Mar- everybody should do Mar- If everybody did martial arts, we would have such a great society. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's that adrenaline rush too, that you feel from it all. Right. It's just nothing compares to it. The endorphins and just how you feel after a session. And again, yeah. that's why we, uh, 
we, we wanted to have you on is to kind of say like, it doesn't matter who you are. If your schedule is busy, you could have a wife, kids, you could be, you know, uh, you're 54. It's, there's no excuse not to do something that you enjoy and continue on doing it consistently day in and day out. Totally agree. Yeah. And there's, there's, you know, my jujitsu, you know, that's my thing. And somebody else is going to be boxing. I mean, weightlifting, you just, just got to find your thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but exactly. I will say, you know, everybody should try jujitsu because we've got such a mix I and mean, we've got a women's only class at our gym. We've got a 40 plus class, you know, got these big guys that are coming in, you know, 60 years old coming and trying it out and coming back. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Hey, okay, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, go. Go, go, Walter. It's funny. I'm sitting here thinking. You know, everything I do is solo. Yeah, I lift weights. I swim. I bike. There's none of that involved with it. It's just me against the elements. Yeah. So maybe it is a good thing, and I should try. Well, and it's so jujitsu is a solo sport, but a team atmosphere. It's, it's really funny. You know, we show up, we all, we're all there for the 12 o'clock class and it's all like, Hey, how you doing? You know, good to see you. It's, it's like, we're a team, like we're heading out to all play hockey together or something. And then we go out there and we fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> we try to beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great when you just finish a hard spar, you know, I I've done quite a few of those and then the uh right after you finish the hard spar you go shower and you're like oh so you want to you want to go grab some food you want to go you know grab a drink whatever it is and it is yeah. that team spirit and that's what again why i would suggest anybody to get into martial arts is you have that you are sparring against somebody and that is just it will teach you so much about your own fitness levels in terms of just the cardio and the strength and technique yeah. and how to move your body what is required for that plus the mindset Plus the friendships. It's just, it's everything you could ask for, right? <laughs> it really is. It really, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, again, we, we need more people like you talking out about that because you see UFC on the TV and it's like, uh, it's these two dudes that want to kill each other and they're getting paid to do that. They're trying to sell a fight. At the end of the day, most of them are actually pretty, pretty close. They respect each other. They understand, yeah, you want to go in, you want to win your championship belt. After the fight, you're always touching gloves. You're saying good job, aside from like one or two egos that are a little too big in those sports. But yeah. at the end of the day, it is always great job. Let's let's run this back. Right. Yeah. And that's 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 the martial arts spirit. You know, mm. every time I have a, a match, you know, where we're competing, it's a little different when I'm rolling at the gym with my friends. And then when I go, I step on the mat to compete. I mean, I'm there to take arms and. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's kill or be killed kind of, it's as close as you're going to get to a, a, a real fight. But even after that, it's all respect. And, you know, mm -hmm. we're both trying to do the same thing and match our, you know, find out what our skill level is. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I'll say too. Like, I didn't think I, when I started jujitsu, I never thought, well, I'm going to go compete. You know, I just, I went, I, I did it for a while. I was like a two stripe white belt. They were having a, a competition within Gracie Baja and, you know, I signed up for it thinking, Oh, well, let's, let's see what I've learned, you know? And that's really what it is. You go to every, every competition and you win or you learn. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And everybody's, you know, really the, the martial arts mindset is, is uh, something to be said about that. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. I found losing sometimes is better to be honest, when you're early on, that's why when you are in the gym with those guys that are more skilled than you, it's great because you learn what you, you lose and you learn what you need to work on. You, you Absolutely. get that into your mindset of, Oh, this is how I could be better for the next one. And this is how I'm going to train to be better for that next one. Maybe it's, I need to lose an extra five pounds. Maybe it's, I need to improve my cardio. I should go for more runs or whatever it is. Um, you know, there's something about being in the gym without that competition where you're just kind of, you know, as Walter said, you're just kind of against the elements you you do learn what you're capable of because for example walter was out for what was it a hundred kilometer ish bike ride the other the other day yeah. and you know he did a leg day before it and probably not the Big easiest mistake. thing in the world right <laughs> but it's how do you prepare for the next one to make sure you can finish that at the pace that you want to do it at and sometimes losing and sometimes that disappointment factor is what's required so you can move on in life same with you lost the sale how do you get the sale next time? How do you close the deal the next time? Right. Maybe it just wasn't the right person. Maybe it wasn't the right competition, whatever it might've been, but that's yeah. kind of how you have to look at it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, and, and you remember Matt, uh, you know, after a couple of good bodybuilding uh, competitions, then going and competing with people who were 10 years younger than me was an amazing learning experience because I lost so badly but I could see why I was losing so much better. You know, I had something to compare to. So I, I think that losing falling forward is what it's all about too. That's how you gain experience and strength. Yeah. Well, and you know, in, in martial arts, you're not going to win every time. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know, there's always going to be somebody tougher, you know, for a more advanced game than you've got, you know, Sometimes luck just kicks in too, right? <laughs> yeah, caught in things, you know. So, you get caught if the, yeah. that happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I tripped yesterday when I was sparring. I took a nice uppercut right to the left eye there. So, you know, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just what it is. But, um, Walter, did you have any more questions before I ask our final one? No, I think you can go ahead. All right. Perfect. I'm going to talk to him later. That's all. Yes. <laughs> all righty, sir. So our listeners love when we ask this. 30 seconds to one minute. You can take as much time as you need to uh, think about it, but basically within 30 seconds, the next minute, what is one piece of advice you would give to our listeners? It doesn't have to be about fitness. It doesn't have to be about business. It can be about whatever it is. Um, but what is that one piece of advice you give to people? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> really put you on the spot here. Eh? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to give people advice so much. Um, what is something you would tell I, yourself? I guess we could all be kinder and, <laughs> you know, turn off the media. Go, <laughs> um, yeah, go, go try a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. Even yeah. if it's like a self-defense class, um, you know, give it a shot. Don't be intimidated. When I first signed up, I was, it was scary. I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? You know, nervous as heck. I walked in there. There's all these people. Like, looks like a bunch of killers. You know, everybody's just so friendly. Um, mm. And I see it. I've been to a few different gyms, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gyms. And it's, it's, it's kind of has that same feel wherever you go. Everybody's so welcoming. And um, yeah, if you've ever thought about doing uh, Jiu-Jitsu or martial arts, I'm, I'm 
leaning more towards jujitsu. <laughs> well, she'd be getting punched in the Surprise. head. <laughs> uh, and it's also, you know, like Henry Gracie says, jujitsu is the, it's the water, right? If you're, if all hell breaks loose and you, you need to defend yourself or your family or a complete stranger, jujitsu is the water to stop that craziness. Whereas mm -hmm. the striking arts, as great as they are, that's throwing gas on the fire, you yeah. know? You got a guy going berserk and you start throwing. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. um, you know, with this type of training for self-defense, it shows you how to take somebody down, how to kind of protect them and yourself and whoever's there. It's, yeah. It really is uh, an amazing martial art. So mm -hmm. my, I would say to the world, go do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I like there it. Go. There you go, sir. All right, guys. Again, thank you. Uh, thank you, Jody, so much for uh, coming on here. Uh, as always, guys, if you have questions or any comments, please drop them below. You can find uh, you can find us right below here. Those are our handles, and we'll uh, link Jody in the, uh, the bio below. Uh, stay safe, guys. Stay breezy. Take Thanks care. for having me. Thank you, man. Take care. Absolute pleasure.